Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 147 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is, I burned out. So before I get started, I do have to apologize over just the horrible audio of last week's episode um, about the Barbie movie. Um, I, I only had a certain amount of time to record it. I recorded it like that Sunday right before I had to release it on Monday, um, and I had to do it outside because uh, I had my sister over all week and I just like didn't have time to actually record it we were just doing a lot of things and then finally I was like oh crap it is Sunday I haven't recorded my episode and she was like well you released two last week like what did that count and I'm like yeah but like no because I didn't say that I wasn't going to release one on Monday and I'm like and I just I'm like no I have a I have a commitment right and so um I was like, okay, I put the baby to bed. I was like, watch Logan for me. And then I like went outside and started recording. And like, I just live in a really windy city and it's almost windy all the time. Um, and usually when I know that I can't record it in my house, um, I record it in the car, but it was just really hot. So I went outside. I don't know how that makes it any better. But anyways, I just had to apologize because um, I know that you can hear like the wind uh, in the background and I think maybe some cars passing by or something, but that was just the only time and the only way that I was able to record it. So um, yeah, it would be disingenuous of me to not <laughs> just kind of make it that sort of announcement, uh, but you know, that is life and, and that's just how... That was the only way that I was able to record that week. So hopefully this time around the audio is a little bit better. I am still recording outside. Um, It is Saturday before I have to release this on Monday. It was just a very busy week. Um, My son ended up getting sick and then I ended up getting sick. And so, you know, we've just kind of been on the mend and I feel a lot better. He feels a lot better. So this is just uh, my season of life right now, right? (laughs) But let's talk about my burning out experience and to be honest I feel like I'm still sort of in it um because there are just moments where I just don't feel okay um but I I just I wanted to talk about this because I experienced like some of the worst anxiety attacks I've ever had um and I haven't had anxiety like attacks in or anxiety attacks like that in like a year and a half maybe two years I don't know it was sometime in like January of like 2022 or so so yeah I I guess almost two years um but it was it was so bad I was like what is going on right like why am I feeling this way and and like my head was spiraling it was literally just like thinking of every worst case scenario um and it was just it was really bad I there was a point where I almost drove myself to the ER because I'm like something is wrong something has to be wrong right Um, but I know that it's my anxiety because if something were wrong I would still be feeling that way but I'm not (laughs) I only felt that way in that moment and then it just kind of went away Um, but it was just it was really sad so I think what happened, it was just like slowly a buildup. So we got our kitchen remodeled, right? And that was like three weeks of literal torture, (laughs) at least for me. Like I just, I don't like people in my house. I don't like chaos. I don't like, um, you know, not having a schedule and it just being disorderly and like not being able to rest or anything like that. I, I, luckily for me, for like the first two weeks um my daughter was still in school so I was able to drop her off and then it was just like having to entertain the baby which wasn't as bad um and then when I would pick up my daughter then at that point 
we would usually get lunch somewhere because I didn't have a kitchen, so I couldn't cook. Um, and then we'd kind of just like play outside and they would kind of leave, right? So I didn't really have that many hours with like her here um, and then like doing the kitchen. But then, you know, that last week I did have her here and it was just like not having a routine. I spent a lot of time at a bunch of different stores and just kind of like wasting time at other places. I'm pretty sure I hit up like every single store we have out here in this like super small like city. <laughs> um, and it was just like being out and then the baby having to do a lot of car naps. Um, I, I was able to get him to nap inside the house, um, even with the noise and chaos and everything, but they just like weren't long enough right but then like I wasn't able to nap when I was tired and I think that he was teething at the same time so it was just like a lot while not being able to be like in the comfort of our own home add in like not being able to eat the healthiest for three weeks um, we don't typically eat out or like we eat out once a week Friday nights are my nights where I don't have to cook so we always order out or, or go out to eat or something um, but other than that we always cook at home and I don't cook horrible things I don't know I don't like to use like the terms of like good food and bad food right but um like we eat relatively like regular food I don't know um and so it was like three weeks of me just eating like crap really um and then it was just like three weeks of me not being able to like rest because there was just people in my house and I just wasn't able to you know kind of just like relax anywhere um, I had to like kind of keep my eyes out for the kids 24 7 um, and then at this point like I had packed away all of like my vitamins and my supplements that I take that kind of help keep my anxiety and just like me going um, at ease so I wasn't taking any of those either so I think just like the combination of that just started to make my body feel like crap right and because I hadn't felt this way in a really long time it took me by surprise and it started to freak me out I was like what is going on why is my body feeling like this? Am I sick? Is something wrong? Like, and then, um, you know, <laughs> Instagram has this wonderful thing about algorithms and whatnot. And so all these like reels started popping up about cancer and, and, um, you know, don't do this. And, and this is what's wrong and all this stuff and pots. And like, I don't even know what other sort of like chronic illnesses. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I have this. No, I have this. No, I have this. And I just started like spiraling into like, Oh my God, like that. Uh, I, I'm gonna die like that was my thought because my body was just feeling like crap right and I was like this is all happening I'm you know gonna get diagnosed with this and I'm gonna get diagnosed with that and like my mind just started to spiral all the way down but I think what like hit the nail on that was um once the kitchen was done, I believe that weekend we went to Ikea. And Ikea is about an hour-ish, an hour, 15 minutes away from here. Um, and, like, we got up and we just started, like, cleaning a little bit because we were still trying to organize, um, you know, everything that was in the living room to put it into the kitchen. And we were trying to clean and get stuff done because it was on a Sunday. And Sundays are, like, our only days we have to do things because my husband works Saturdays, like, all day. Um, and so we were trying to get a lot of things in in the morning that, like, I just didn't eat. My, my husband went to go get me coffee and I didn't eat. So it was about 1130-ish when we were, like, on our way over there. And I was in the car and I was reading and I had nothing in me other than coffee. <laughs> and I was already not feeling, like, the greatest, right? Because my body is already depleted of all of my vitamins and minerals and nutrients and everything that I, you know, pump myself up with. And I think it was just like the reading in the car that just started to get me like nauseous and just started to get me feeling like weird. And I was like, 
I feel like crap. I told my husband, I was like, I feel like, like crap right now. I'm like, I feel like I'm a pass out. Like I just, I don't feel good. And he was like, well, you didn't eat anything. And I was like, no, it's not that I saw this video that says this. And I saw this video that says that. And my husband's just like, um, no, you just didn't eat anything. And you haven't drank water all day. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, and I was just trying to tell him like, no, it's because I have this and I have that and I have this illness and whatnot. And he was just like, no, it's because you haven't eaten and you haven't drank water. And I was like, no. And so I found like a bag of chips or something in the car. So I started eating them and I started to feel like a tad bit better. And then like my anxiety, my anxiety started to get the best of me because I was like, no, I'm going to feel like crap. I'm going to pass out at this store. Right. And then I was like trying to take deep breaths. And then we got up, we dropped off Logan at the little like kid play area that they have there. Right. And we went upstairs and my husband's like, do you want to eat first? And I was like, no, 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 I'm okay. And literally walked like maybe to like the first little showroom. And then I look at my husband and I was like, no, I got to eat. And I'm like, I don't feel good at all. And he was like, I told you, right. So we went over and we started eating. But at this point, like my anxiety was just so bad. And like, I was just nauseous that like I couldn't eat. Right. So I was just kind of like forcing myself to eat something. And then, you know, obviously my very, um, wonderful anxiety symptom that I get, which is the anxiety poops. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I just, I got to go to the bathroom. So I went in there and I was like trying to take deep breaths and I was like praying. I was like, please. I'm like, is it just my anxiety right now? Is it just cause I didn't eat or is it something bigger? I'm like, what is going on? What is going on with my body? Right? Like I don't recognize myself right now. Um, and then I started eating and then, you know, my husband's like, are you okay? Do you want water? Do you want this? I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then afterwards I was perfectly fine all day, like for the rest of the day, like no, no nauseous, no feeling like I was going to pass out, like absolutely nothing. After I ate, after I drank water and after it was just kind of settled in my body, it was fine and I was perfectly fine. Um, and then, you know, everything went well until about like, I don't know if it was a week later. No, I think it was like two weeks later where um, kind of the same thing happened on that Friday where I didn't really eat anything because I was just so busy doing so many things, right? And then Friday is treat day during the summer. My daughter gets treat day um, every Friday and she can pick, you know, either like a small treat or to go eat something. And so she was like, I want to eat McDonald's. And I was like, okay, sure. Right. So I ordered myself some McDonald's and McDonald's guys, is just crap. I'm sorry, but it really is. Um, so I ate that and I hadn't eaten anything all day. So I, here I go and I eat this and which, you know, it has no nutritional value whatsoever. So I'm just putting in empty calories, right? So my body is just like starving for something and I'm giving it nothing. And so I eat this McDonald's and then all of a sudden I start to feel like crap again, right? I start to feel like I did on that drive over to Ikea. And I was like, what? But I just ate. Like, why is my body feeling this way? What is going on? Right. And I just started to spiral like down all the way down. I was like, no. Oh, my goodness. Like, what is going on? Right. And um, I had to just like lay down. <laughs> I was like, what is what is going on? Why is my body acting this way? And my husband's just, you know, I'm texting my husband because he's at work and he's just like, you you didn't eat anything and then you decided to eat crap like obviously you're gonna feel bad and I was like no it's because my Instagram showed me this real that I have this and I have that and I have this illness and he's just like you don't like relax right um finally when he came home I started to feel a little bit better I had to go outside and just get some sunlight while the baby was napping um and I had to just try and make myself food that was actually going to give me the proper nutrition that my body was requiring right then that afternoon I was fine I was perfectly fine 
woke up that Saturday morning and I woke up just feeling like crap already. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, here we go again. And like, what, what started to get in my mind was like, if something happens to me, what's going to happen to my kids? And I just kept thinking that over and over and over again. And my husband's like, eat something, you're fine. But at this point, like my anxiety was so bad that I was just nauseous and I could not eat anything. I was like, no, like I can't eat. Like, I was like, something is wrong. Something is wrong. And he was like, nothing is wrong. And I was like, no, 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 something is wrong. Right. And I just started to get this horrible, horrible anxiety. And I'm just like crying and crying and crying and crying and crying, like just crying and crying and my husband's like what is wrong with you and I was like I don't know but there's something wrong like I've never felt this bad it's never been this bad and he was like I think you're just overthinking it right he was like door dash yourself some food and I was like I can't eat like everything just makes me nauseous right now right and I was just like freaking out and and I was like you know what let me go distract myself I'm gonna go and you know take myself to the gym right so I packed up the kids and we started going then my son's just like losing it in the car which only just like escalates things it makes things worse so then I start crying and then I was like no 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 like I can't go to the gym like I gotta go home my husband's like don't go to the gym go home and I was like but I was like I was gonna go and like run this off or like you know go and sauna this out or whatever I was like I don't know what's going on and so we go home and he was like make yourself some food and so I'm like trying to make myself food And then in my head, I was just like, I'm going to go to the ER. I was like, I'm going to go to the ER because something is wrong. Something does not feel right. Like there has to be something wrong with me. Like, why am I feeling this way? And then, um, you know, afterwards I finally decided to door dash myself some food and, um, I was like, cause I can't cook, like I can't concentrate. Nothing that I have in my house sounds appealing. I'm like, I just, I need to get something. So, um, I door dashed myself some food and then I ate and then, um, I felt perfectly fine again (laughs) and I was just like what is like what is going on what is going on with my body right and I I think what it is it was just like a combination of things it was a combination of like me having the kitchen redone right and not being able to be on like some sort of routine Um, but I think what it also was it was that I wasn't practicing any self-care so like I wasn't doing anything for myself I was so focused on like okay gotta get this kitchen done gotta make the kids stay happy and like I gotta fix everything right and then what happened was that my son's birthday and his birthday party was coming up right and we had invited what was supposed to be something small ended up being us inviting like a bunch more people and I was like the house isn't done so (laughs) what happened was um we had to paint our ceiling right so they painted half when they did the kitchen they painted half of the ceiling and um I told them, I was like, okay, can you guys like leave me the paint so that I can finish painting the rest of the ceiling, right? So like the living room. And they're like, yeah. And they took the paint with them when they were done with the kitchen. And so I texted them again and they're like, oh, sorry, like we'll bring it back. So they brought it back and I started painting. And then um, I was like, "Mm, this doesn't look right. Like this, this doesn't look like the same color. And so after I had painted like a couple of edges, I realized that they had dropped off the wrong color. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh so they were just like oh my goodness I'm so sorry right so then they came picked it up and then dropped off the actual color that they had painted it so then I had to repaint what I had already painted um which had to take a few coats because it was like slightly darker uh, I mean it's white but it was like a kind of more of like a grayish tone so I had to like repaint that um and then I had bought paint to redo our living room because when they painted it 
I don't know. It was a mess. They, they did the edging all wrong and it was like bothering me. Right. And even though I had painted it different, like I needed to paint the ceiling, but the ceiling, we couldn't find the color and whatnot. So now that we were going to redo the entire ceiling, I took advantage and I was like, okay, let me fix this edging here. Right. And then, you know, there was like some scrapes and stuff and, and dirtiness and whatever. And, and my daughter drawing with crayons and whatnot. And I was like, all right, let me just like, you know, fix the edging and then I'm going to fix all the other like little pieces that are, you know, need to be fixed. And so I started painting when my son was taking a nap. I was like, all right, let me do this fast. So I get the edger and I'm like edging, edging, edging. And then as I realized, I'm like, mm, why does this color look a little bit different than what the walls were? And I was like, oh, maybe it's just because it's wet, right? And my husband's like, oh, it's because it's wet paint. Once it'll dry, it'll dry the same. And I was like, okay. So I just kept going, right? Like I only have X amount of time while my son is sleeping because I had showered also before. And I was like, all right, let me get this done like while he's sleeping and then it'll be done. And um, turns out that the paint never dried to the color that our living room was already or yeah, that our living room was. And so um, it turned out to be a totally different color with um, than the original color that we had bought. For some reason, I had purchased the wrong color, even though I took a picture of the can and took it to them, and it looked like all the same numbers and, and you know, calculations and whatnot. And, um, yeah, so, you know, basically all of my living room was edged in this color. <laughs> so it was, like, two different colors. And then I had gone through with, like, a brush on like just little random spots around the walls that you know needed to be touched up and um it was horrible <laughs> and I had started doing the hallway because I wanted to paint the hallway for whatever reason when we first painted it was like different than the rest of the living room so what was supposed to be just like a super quick and easy fix like just fixing the edges and then just painting the hallway turned to uh, or turned into a way bigger project needing to repaint the entire living room and the entire hallway. Um, and at this point, my husband was like, well, like, we're not going to find the color that the walls already were. And I didn't like the color that I had painted on the edges. Like, it was just slightly darker and I didn't want to go darker. Like, if anything, I wanted to go lighter. And my husband's like, well, I guess, you know, you're getting your dream and like you wanted to paint the walls again. And, you know, we had said no. And now like we have no choice but to paint them. So um, <laughs> it, we just, you know, what turned out to be what we thought would be little projects turned out to be bigger projects just because like things were wrong. Like we just had such horrible uh, experiences with like paint and paint being the wrong color and having to repaint everything. And so at this point, my husband was working like super overtime. He's been working like practically 66 hours a week. So I am stuck at home alone with two kids all day long because he'll get home at like 6.30, he'll shower, eat dinner, and then kids start bedtime at 7.30. So I would be home all day with the kids, with both of them. And at this point, my son is also teething. I'm just like stressing out because I'm like, his birthday party is coming up and I have to get all of this done. Like we need to move the furniture because now we got to paint all of the walls and like now, you know, we got to rebuy like new paint stuff and, you know, brushes and rollers and we got to cover this up and we got to tape this and we got to do that. And it was just like a lot. And I could feel myself just like slowly starting to spiral. I was like, this is not going to get done in time. And 
I was just really like stressing out. I was starting to have just like these horrible, just like anxiety days. And like my husband was like, you know what? We just need to cancel this birthday party. And I was like, no, but like, ah, it's his first birthday. You know, we did a huge like first birthday for Logan and like, it's not fair that we don't do one for him. And he's just like, it, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like your health is way more important than like anything else. Because like I was having such bad anxiety that like I was feeling physically ill. Like, like I said, I almost drove myself to the ER because I'm like, something has to be wrong. But it was just my anxiety that was escalating so much. And me like overthinking it and then me just being like oh my goodness if something happens like what's gonna happen to my kids which then just escalated my anxiety even more and so I knew that like one yes I was feeling anxious but two I was myself making it worse because of my overthinking and it really just like was not helping anyone at this point so I started sending out text messages of like hey you know we gotta cancel and and some people like we're just like, okay, you know, and other people like friends that like know me, like they're just like, why? Like what's wrong? Like what happened? And I told them, I'm like, I'm just having horrible anxiety. I'm like, cause our house just like, isn't done. And I'm like, and like, I don't have time. Like <laughs> I can't do it with the kids. Like, you know, I can't start painting and then my son, cause then he'll crawl over and, you know, touch it or like whatever. And I'm like, and Roy's working so much. Like, I just like, I just don't have time. And luckily for us, like everyone understood. They were just like, Hey man, like I get it. Like, don't even worry about it. Right. Um, and I did feel bad for a little bit, but I was like, no, like I can't. I'm like, I literally feel like I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> I'm like, because that's how bad my anxiety is. I'm like, it's either a stroke or a heart attack or something's going to happen. I'm like, but like, this just isn't healthy for me. And, you know, we're, we're a few weeks out. And to be honest, I'm, I'm still struggling with the anxiety. And I think what it is, is like, I have like, sort of like PTSD symptoms. Um, and what I mean by that is like, because of that time that we went to Ikea, and I felt really just like sick, like and just bad in general, I now like have anxiety and fear that I'm going to feel that again, even though now I truly make it a priority to make sure that I'm drinking the water (laughs) that I am eating, that I'm not letting myself like starve for like hours. Um, But like for whatever reason right now, like when I still go into public places, like I start to freak myself out and then I start to overthink it. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm starting to feel sick again. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? Oh my God, I'm going to pass out here. Oh my goodness. And like, it just starts to like spiral. Like literally it happened today when we went to Costco. I was, I I had anxiety in the morning because, you know, I drank coffee and I I shouldn't have, especially right now when like my anxiety is just like all over the place. I I try and limit my caffeine. So I had to drink coffee all week. My husband went and bought me coffee and I was like, you know what? If I start to feel anxiety, I'm going to know that it's because of my coffee, right? Not because something horrible is happening. And I drank the coffee and sure enough, the anxiety came up and I was like, okay, it's okay. It's just the coffee. It's just the coffee. But then like I started to just feel physically ill and I was like, no, something's happening. I'm dying. I'm dying. (laughs) Right. Um, And it just started to like spiral. You know, my husband was home, so he was just kind of able to calm me down and he's just like, you know, relax, do this, here's some food, here's this, like you're fine. Um, And then I felt good and I was like, all right, well, let's go to Costco, you know. But then as soon as I got to Costco, then it was like, oh my gosh. And like all over again, I just started to feel the anxiety and I was like, nope, this is bad. This is bad. I was like, we need to leave. We need to leave. So we did our thing. And then my husband, you know, we still had to finish grocery shopping. Like we go to a few different stores and he was like, do you think you'll make it? 
to like Vallarta and I'm like no like just take me home right and I was like I cannot and so we got home and my husband was like drink some water drink some water you know like shoving the water bottle in my mouth and and I was like you know as annoying as it is for you like it's 10 times more annoying for me because like I know that I am okay but like my anxiety is just like it's just horribly like horribly bad right now and I'm like and I don't think it's that I'm having anxiety. It's that I'm having anxiety over my anxiety. Does that make sense? Like I am having anxiety because I knew that I had these anxiety attacks. So I'm scared that they're going to happen again. So then I start to freak myself out and then give myself anxiety. Does that make sense? (laughs) Anyone who has anxiety, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, So it's just, it's like, it's crazy to me because in my head, I'm telling myself, I'm like, I am fine. I am okay. Nothing is wrong. I'm not going to, you know, pass out. I'm not going to this. I'm not going to that. Like, it's just my anxiety. And I just, I'm, I'm like repeatedly telling myself that. And like, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but either way we got home, drank some water and then I started to feel like a little bit better, but you know, as someone who has worked really hard on like being able to manage my anxiety and not having anxiety this bad, like ever, right? Like I, I, you know, I used to have anxiety this bad and then I was able to manage it. And now all of a sudden it's like coming back. Like I, I can't help but to feel disappointed (laughs) and I can't help but to feel just like angry, like, because I'm just like, why? Like, why is this, you know, well, why is this happening to me again? Like I've worked so hard and I feel like I'm backtracking and I feel that I'm, you know, taking, like I I took two steps forward, but now I'm taking a hundred steps back and like, I can't help but to just feel a little bit disappointed in myself. But here's the thing. I have been praying and praying over my perfectionism. And <laughs> I'm yeah. I've been praying over my perfectionism because like I know that my perfectionism is stopping me from like doing the things that I want to do and, and that I want to accomplish because like I just need everything to be perfect, right? And I know that my anxiety and just like me needing to prepare everything to be like picture perfect for my son's birthday party was what started to cause all of this. So it's not the fact that my house wasn't done and, and you know, and that I haven't eaten and anything like that. Like, no, it's just that like, I so desperately need everything to be so perfect that like, at this point in my life, like it's driving me crazy and it's driving me nuts. So I have been praying like every day over like my perfectionism, like, please, like, help me. Like, I don't want to be this way. Like I, nothing that I ever do will ever be perfect. Right. And and that is why like, we need Jesus because he's the only one who is perfect. And he's the only one who can help me. So I have been praying for help. And he has been giving me situations in where I need to learn to let go of this perfectionism. You know, we pray and he, and he's not going to give us in the way that we want, right? Like we still need to put in the work and, 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 you know, he still needs to teach us that lesson. And so right now I know that I am in a season of life where he is teaching me the lesson to just let it go. And it's hard. It is so hard. Like... I want to say that this part of the healing journey is a lot harder than like 
needing to, you know, let go of my traumas and letting go of forgiving and like, you know, forgiving people and stuff. Like I thought that was hard, but no, it's this, it's, it's, it's the, the like social anxiety aspect of it. It's the perfectionism aspect of it. It's like the long-term effects of my trauma that are the hardest things to let go of. And yeah, I, I, you know, I, I do feel disappointed and I do feel like a failure because it's just like, I, you know, I've gotten so far, like I've gotten so far, like why is it that I'm feeling this way again? Like why is this all happening? But I trust that there is a plan and I know that he is putting me in these situations so that I can finally learn to let go and get over them. Um, it is not easy. <laughs> it's not because, you know, He's he's really testing me, like really, really testing me. Um, and you know, honestly, just being in this specific like season of life where like my anxiety has gone like come back in terms of my perfectionism and my social anxiety, um, it's 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 taught me to appreciate the little things, right? Um, in in Philippians four, like it says, like you know, do not be anxious, but with thanksgiving and supplication, and so like whenever I do start to feel anxious, I just, I honestly, I just look at my kids and I'm just like, thank you, Lord, for giving me my children. Like, thank you, Lord, for choosing me to be the mother of your children. Like, thank you for, for them. Like, you know, you know, they saved my life, you know, well, you know, you saved my life, but giving me them, like, saved my, my life. And I just look at them and I look at their little faces and even if they're annoying me and they're driving me nuts, um, I just look at them. I'm just like, thank you. And thank you. And, you know, I start to distract myself. I start to do the laundry. I start to do the dishes as I'm unloading the dishwasher. I'm just like, thank you for, you know, for us to have dirty dishes, because that means that we have food. That means that, you know, you are providing. It means that we're able to eat. It means that I'm able to give my family food. Like, thank you. And I'm putting away the dishes in my new kitchen. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for, you know, uh, for giving us this, this new kitchen for this opportunity. Like it was something that I had wanted for so long. And I'm like, and it is just, it's, it's amazing and it's perfect. And like, it's just about, being thankful for the things that you do have especially as me you know someone who deals with this perfectionism like nothing yes it's just nothing is ever going to be perfect no matter how hard I try and like that is driving me nuts and it's taken me away from my family and it's taken me away from my children because I am like anxious right now about 80% of my day, 80% of my time. And that's 80% of the time that I can't be present with my children. And I really think that that is what the Lord is trying to show me and what the Lord is trying to teach me. He's like, look at this, like you worrying about this stuff that like nobody else cares about other than you is taking you away from the thing that truly matters and that is your family does it suck that I have to learn it this way yes you know but like maybe this is the only way that God knows that I'm going to listen right by putting me in these super anxious situations that I'm trying to like control everything just to show me that I'm not in control of anything right and that I just need to trust in him and just not be anxious and just give thanks with supplication and that's it and that's all I have to do and it is um 
oh, it's not easy, right? And I'm not a failure. I need to remind myself every day that I am not a failure, that this is just things that happen, that, you know, this is what I am asking for. I am praying. I I am praying to be convicted over my perfectionism. And the only way that's going to happen is by him putting me in situations that's going to show me that it doesn't matter, right? All eyes on him and then all eyes on my family after that. And it's working, doesn't mean it doesn't suck. (laughs) Um, It's working. I see it and I feel it. And so every time, you know, I start to, I feel the Holy Spirit just being like, hey, like, mm -mm," right? I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, right? I get it. Um, Let me be anxious about it first, (laughs) but I get it. I get what you're trying to teach me. And it's just, it's hard. So, you know, I I just, I I burned out. I did. I, I burned out because I was trying so hard to make everything picture perfect And I just need to let go and learn that nothing will ever be picture perfect, right? And that the opinions of matter or the opinions of other people don't, they don't matter. The only opinion that I should care about and the only opinion that I should care of of his judgment is God. And and that's, and that's literally it. Um, And it's, you know, it's hard. It is hard. It's 32 years of me. Uh, people pleasing it's 32 years of me molding myself it's 32 years of me like doing things to please others and and and, you know to to make everything like perfect so that nobody thinks that anything is ever like wrong right but that's not how life is um and I feel that like in some sense I'm also going through some sort of uh, I'm not a midlife voice I don't think so (laughs) quarter life ish crisis I don't know um more like an identity crisis like I don't know who I am and and I don't know what I like like am I painting my house this color because it's a popular color and that's because what everyone else is doing or is it something that I truly like like did I make my kitchen this way because I see how everyone else is making their kitchen or is it something that I really wanted like and I think that all of that is just like coming to me right and I'm having some sort of like house identity crisis right now um that is giving me anxiety and it's just it's it's crazy how these certain situations that like you wouldn't even think of bring out like I don't want to say the worst in me but like bring out the anxiety in me that like I didn't even know that I still had that I've been needing to work on um but I am grateful. I, you know, the, the season of life is tough and I feel that I cry almost every day. <laughs> um, but I am grateful because I know that each day and each little situation and each little anxiety attack that I'm having, I am learning to let go of something new. Obviously, you guys can tell how uh, anxious I've been feeling because I don't think I've cried on an episode in a really long time. Um, But I am here recording and it just kind of got to me, right? Like this is just, this is just what's going on and I need to trust his plan and, and know that, you know, he has plans for me and that nothing he will ever do is to harm me, you know, but it's just to teach me to trust in him more. And yeah. I think that's just, you know, the moral of the story is we just need to learn to, to, to trust in him more and, you know, everything, just know that everything is going to be okay at the end of this. So if you are someone who has worked so hard on your anxiety and all of a sudden you feel like you have been backtracking, what is it that you know in your heart that you have not been able to let go of yet? 
And what is the Lord trying to teach you? Is he trying to teach you to let go of that finally, right? Have you been holding on and harboring that for so long and you feel like you're backtracking, but are you really backtracking? I don't think so. I think the Lord is trying to teach you to just let it go because I know that that is what he is teaching me. He's teaching me to let go of that perfectionism, to let go of my social anxiety and to just trust in him that he will never put me in a situation that he cannot get me out of. But I am going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, I've, you know, I, I, I wasn't really expecting to make an episode about this just yet. I wanted to make an episode when I was over my burnout. Um, but you know what? I just, I, sometimes I just feel like I'm on autopilot right now. Like I'm just so tired and, and so exhausted. And, and the season of life is just exhausting. Like there's just so much work going on in my brain right now and the overthinking that I am just like physically, mentally, emotionally drained. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to talk about it while I am in the middle of it, just in case someone out there is, is kind of feeling this way, kind of feeling like they've backtracked. Um, and you know, obviously I just always want to be raw and honest and this is just what I've been going through. And, and I know that like in the past and like literally just like a couple episodes, I'm like, I'm free, no anxiety, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden like, bam, like this happens. But you know, I think that's what makes this so authentic and so relatable is the fact that like, I, you know, this is happening to me and, um, it, could potentially happen to you too, not to scare anyone or anything, but you know, we will survive, we will thrive and we will get through it. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and just wrap this one up. So with that being said, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this and don't forget to live your life, love your life and love your anxiety.